Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Hebrews 3 Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, you share in the heavenly calling. Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honour than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honour than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not hinder your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for forty years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I I said, their hearts are always going astray. They have not known my ways. So I declared an oath in my anger. They shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard the rebellion? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Hebrews chapter 3. He is talking to Jews. As the name of the letter shows, it was the Hebrews that he was addressing, and their temptation was great. They could so easily just drop this Jesus bit out of their religion, and it would make life so much more comfortable. People were getting persecuted for the Jesus bit. Jews were getting ostracized for the Jesus bit. People weren't getting let into the synagogue because of the Jesus bit. So maybe it would just make sense to nudge the Jesus bit somewhere to the back of the drawer and instead focus on the faith bit and the love bit and the God of Abraham bit. Now, there is a similar temptation today. We can be tempted not to talk about God as a person called Jesus, not to assert that there is more to our faith than a vague spiritual reality. We can face a strong temptation to speak of Jesus as a fluffy friend, or a spiritual belief, rather than a real person with defined opinions who is opposed to some stuff and in favour of other stuff. 
It can be tempting to compromise or fit in or just tone down what makes us stand out. But then we depart from the Bible. Then we err from this call to fix our thoughts on Jesus. Then we lose sight of the greatest part of this whole thing. Jesus is the worthy one because he's so unusual. Jesus deserves the greater honour because he's so much more than a religious figure or a subject of belief. Jesus is the faithful one who is building us into his house. Jesus is the one in whom we share life and all that is right. If we get this, then we know that we can't just hold loosely to Jesus. Everything in Christianity must be from Jesus, about Jesus, towards Jesus, or it isn't Christianity at all. And Christianity is the only faith that Yahweh is endorsing. That is the core conviction in this epistle to the Hebrews. You can't nudge Jesus to one side of your Christian faith. And you can't go back to Judaism and think Yahweh will give you a high five. And so for us, the point is this, you can't be a cultural Christian. We need to not even talk generally about Christianity and church and the Bible. We need to have Jesus as our prime focus, our way, our light of life. And so I leave this passage wondering whether Jesus does indeed get the bulk of my focus. Am I really a Jesus freak? Does Jesus punctuate my days and fill my thoughts in the night? I really want Jesus to. Everything else just doesn't seem to satisfy. Come, Lord Jesus, and become everything to me. Here's a question for reflection. How often do you think about Jesus? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.